Hello, aspiring world changers. My name is Isaac Kempel. Three years ago, I made the decision to quit my management job, to drop out of business school, to give up my apartment, all so that I could take a journey. I didn't know what I was looking for exactly or where it would lead me, but I knew that there had to be more in life. Something that left me filled, filled with passion, something that truly made a difference in the world. So for the last three years, I've wrestled this idea of how do I actually make a difference in the world. And ultimately I found that that comes when we give our lives away to be part of something more, part of something bigger. The true power that changes the world comes when we ask God to give us His love, His strength, and His power so that we can accomplish such a massive challenge. Since making that switch, my life has been transformed been filled with passion, with joy, with love, with a purpose. And now, I get to be that guide for you. I, alongside my vast network of mentors that I have acquired over this journey, are going to come alongside you on your journey of becoming World Changer. So sit back and enjoy the World Changer Podcast. Hello guys, and welcome to this week's edition of the World Changer Podcast. My name is Isaac Hempel, and this week I wanted to do something a little different than the typical podcast style. Rather than interview one of my mentors, advisors, I thought it'd be appropriate to pause for a second and to share my story and my journey and where I'm coming from. I think it'll give you insight to who I am and my desire to share these stories and this message with you and really give you a heart behind this podcast. So last week we talked. Pastor Mark Driscoll of Oakdale Free Methodist Church on what is missions. And if you haven't watched that episode yet or listened to that episode, I suggest you go back and listen to it. We gave a very good definition of what is missions and basically comes down to just partnering with God and what he's doing already. And we talked about steps to get involved with that today and the tools needed for that. So if you are interested in that, go check that out. It'll give you some context to what this podcast is about and the heart behind my journey. But to fully understand that, we're gonna get into my story and why I think sharing stories is so important. So without further ado, let's jump into my story. I feel like my upbringing is a fairly typical one. I say that in the best light. I went to a small Christian private school. The parents that birthed me stayed together. I grew up in one place going to one school with the same two parents my whole life, very, I guess it's not typical anymore, but at least the very ideally typical American upbringing. There are some things in there that were not at all typical, and there's a lot to unpack there. But for the sake of time and to getting what is really important about my story and this journey I've been on, I want to pick up after high school. So I graduated high school at the class of 2017. I was actually valedictorian of my class, but like I said, it was a small Christian private school, so it's me a ton. And... For my junior and senior year, I had been working at a Ben & Jerry's ice cream store. That's what I did for my summer job. And once I graduated high school, I was almost instantly promoted to manager. So the owner of the store came to me and offered me a job as manager, which came with a pay raise, but also an increase of responsibilities. But I gladly accepted. He also had a connection to a shoe store, different business of his. And they offered me a job there if I wanted extra hours doing sales. So coming out of high school, I instantly stepped up working. 
for the same guy I'd been working through in high school, but I was now manager at an ice cream store and a salesperson at a shoe store. And with that came a whole new level of responsibilities. Going from an ice cream scooper where my job was to just serve ice cream to strangers all day, literally got paid to make conversation and hand out sweets. And I loved that. Now I was in charge of a whole other load of things. I had some hand in the scheduling. I had to keep track of money and bank runs and where the drawer was at and account for basically every last penny. I had to make sure that inventory was good, that we had ice cream to serve and order that when needed, as well as make sure that there was bowls, cups, napkins, plates, whatever you needed to successfully run ice cream business. And that was a very different job to me. It was very business-focused numbers organizations, and it drew me away from the people that I love serving. On top of that, working sales became something I was also very good at that had to do with just being able to connect with people and relate things. But I found very good success in both in both jobs, but I found very little motivation. It was not something I was very passionate about, but it was a good job. Paid well. I had more than enough money. And so I continued to do that. Uh, I was always hesitant about going to college because I didn't want to take on debt until I knew what I wanted to do. So I did not go to college immediately after high school. I took, I, I toyed with the idea of a gap year, but realized that I should be doing something to move forward. And so I actually ended up starting college come January. I started in the middle of the year and I went to a local community college and picked up business marketing solely because it was what I was doing. It was what I was good at. So why not learn more about it? So here I am just 18, just turned 18 and working two jobs, going to college, studying business. I decided I would move out of my parents' house and get my own apartment. There was some stuff going on with them and they were uprooting. And so I just said, I got the money. I can swing it. I'm going to move out. My owner of the ice cream store and the shoe store also owned apartments. He was obviously big into business and had his hand in a couple different places. And so I rented from this guy, got myself an apartment, got myself a car, working two jobs, going to school. So from all outward appearances, my life was great. I had everything together. I could go work my jobs. I had money to go and travel. I was known for taking mini road trips and little adventures and go out camping for a weekend, like when my schedule allowed. So it was, it was a good life, but I always kind of thought that there was more. I wanted my work and what I really put my life towards to be something meaningful and impactful in the world. I just had this desire to make a difference in the world and to do more than just facilitate the sale of shoes and ice cream. And that led me on a very, very interesting journey. In looking for more, I started going to a church where I connected with a number of people. And I started finding that this church had a lot of inner city outreach. And so I would show up for services, got to know everyone, found out they had a college age group for kids 18 to 24, where I specifically worked with them and counseled them. And so I hopped right into that. And then I started to find out that they had other outreaches and ministries. They did work with the homeless. They had kids ministries. I got involved in all of them. And in connecting with people and serving people, I started to come more and more alive. And I had been a Christian since I was 11. That is something I missed because I started at the end of high school. 
but I came to know God at 11 and had been walking that journey with him, but had not been going anywhere. But going to church and doing this outreach and being involved in this community brought new life to that relationship. And I started pursuing God more, started pursuing church more, ministry more. Suddenly work became a place of ministry. I was able to start witnessing and helping out people at Ben and Jerry's and my coworkers. And it became, it came, it started to bring me life when I could be there to help people and really pour into people's lives. And that's what I found I loved doing. And I decided I really wanted to make a difference in the world, not in selling ice cream and making shoes, or I really want to make a difference in the world, not just selling shoes and ice cream, but really making a difference in the lives of people. And God placed this call on my life to go on international missions. And it was a very interesting call for a number of reasons. Number one, like I said, I've been a Christian since I was 11, but that had not been a very deep relationship with God. So to hear God speak clearly, this was one of the first times that I felt God in a rather audible way. There wasn't a physically audible voice, but I knew in my spirit without a doubt that God was saying, go on international missions. And then, like I said, my relationship with God had just been coming to life as I did more and more outreach. So I was eager to listen to that, but it was a really new experience. But I listened. I wrestled with that call for two or three weeks maybe before deciding, all right, I'm going to fully commit and listen. And once I decided that, everything changed. Um, from the point I decided that, I almost instantly put in my uh, two weeks notice at work. And then over those two weeks, I dropped out of college. I ended the lease in my apartment. I packed everything I owned into my car and I decided it was time to go. I was going to go follow this call for international missions. No idea where it was going to lead me. No idea where I was going, but knowing that in that journey and in following God, there was more than I could ever discover on my own. And I wanted that. I was hungry for more. I was seeking something I was truly passionate about and something I felt actually made a difference in the world. And I wasn't finding that where I was. Uh, looking back on it, two and a half years later, there is value in business and there is opportunity for ministry all around. And that time in ministry that I spent serving that church and serving the people I worked with has been great. And I've actually seen fruit of it. And so I'm not saying that working a job or doing anything like that, like your typical nine to five job working business is a bad thing. And there can be a lot of passion and satisfaction in that. But for me at the time, I really needed to take this journey with God. I really needed to dig deeper. And so I embraced that, packed everything in my car. I, then I left. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done. I remember that day I threw my last bag in my car, called my boss from Ben and Jerry's, who's also the owner of my apartment. He came down, he checked the apartment out. He said goodbye. I hopped in my car and I like couldn't start the car. And I just sat for an hour and a half in my car, bawling my eyes out. And it was such an interesting moment because the peace of God so clearly came. And I just, just sat there reflecting on a whole 18 years of life and what that looked like and releasing that to go on this bigger journey with God. My parents had moved from New York to Kentucky. In that time, they had some uprooting in their life and some stuff that went on. And so they had made that move. And so when I decided to move from my apartment in New York, that was the first place I went. So I hopped in the car, I went to Kentucky. I saw my parents. I dropped off my business stuff in their attic and I decided I'm gonna start looking 
for ways to get on the mission field. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know who I was going with, but I knew it's where I needed to go. And so the first thing that came to me was I had a friend who had been serving as a missionary in Turkey. And I decided I was going to join him on his mission. And things didn't work out quite the way they should have. I think he got in some trouble actually with the government down in Turkey for his mission. And he referred me to his sending organization. And I found that they weren't super organized. And I had a hard time getting in touch with people. And that kind of just fell apart. And so now I'm stuck in Kentucky living with my parents again after having already moved out, having no desire to be in Kentucky, and it's huge hard to get to the missions field, and that just fell through on me. And so I just started Googling and looking up stuff, and my parents are suggesting stuff, and I come across this group called Adventures in Missions. And specifically, they had a program that was launching about a month, it was all happening, it was launching what they call World Race Semesters. And it was, they were sending six different teams of college-age students to take a semester abroad, basically, and do missions. And that definitely intrigued me. And so I sat here and it wasn't even a hard decision because I looked at this list of six countries and one just clearly stood out to me. And every time I went to the list, I, I felt like I only saw one country and that was Peru. And so I decided that I was going to wait out the month and I was going to go to Peru with this World Race Semesters team. And God swung that door open. Applications went seamlessly. I was accepted did fundraising and all the funds came in and everything that comes with going on short-term missions trips unfolded about as perfectly as it could. And a month later, month and a half, two months, somewhere in there. But shortly, shortly after having come to Kentucky, I was now leaving the country to go on this missions trip. And in that, God brought such awakening and such life. Uh, I started again to just to have my worldview challenged but to also find work that I was so passionate about, find ways to actually connect with people and to do things that I felt were making a difference in life. Um, the challenging of my worldview was one of the biggest things just to see what people truly need because the things that American culture focuses so heavily on are not necessarily the biggest problems in the world. And there's so many problems we ignore. And so just have my eyes opened to what life is like around the world and in different places of the world and to see what people actually go through and what people need and learning how to love people and make a difference in the world brought me such life. On top of that, just following God and listening to him as he spoke to me just led to more and more intimacy and closer relationship with him as I got to understand how God sees the world, how God sees his children, and to be a part of that. And so I started to find life in that. And I decided that I was going to live to be a missionary and live on missions and live to serve other people. That's where my heart was and that's what I wanted. And that semester wrapped up and I ended up back in Kentucky with my parents and there's a ministry there they were actually working at and I didn't know what to do. I had actually already signed up for another trip with AIM, Ventures and Missions, the World Race Semesters group. And I just couldn't swing the funds like fundraising, like that door wasn't opening. And I couldn't, I was wrestling with so many ideas of what missions looks like and how do we fund missions and how do we take these short-term missions and make them effective long-term? Like how do those, those things turn into real long-lasting difference in the world and actually reverse oppression and so many deep questions that come with missions and I couldn't swing that trip, but my parents were working at a ministry in Kentucky. And so I started helping out there and 
on my free time, I would go down to the school and there's this boy named Kanye who was constantly getting kicked out of class because he couldn't behave himself and he couldn't get his schoolwork done. He was distracting everyone else. And so I started pulling him out of class and tutoring him, being able to give life in that way. And he actually started to turn around and do better in school. And he actually started to understand school and his grades went up because of it. And it was really life bringing to me and to him and to the school. And that school noticed that and they actually ended up offering me a job doing activities and events for their summer program. So the summer following, having gone to Peru, I was now in Kentucky working with an international boarding school doing basically running summer camp. And that was tons of fun. And it was just another experience of what it's like to really pour in to people. And that just launched me on another journey of ministry. And I served in Kentucky for a while. And now I am actually back with the same people I worked with in Peru, working in the Dominican Republic. So for the past three years now, I've been able to do missions and ministry in all sorts of contexts. And it's been this incredible journey that's really brought me life. And so from that story and from wanting to share that story and stories like that is where I birthed this podcast. And I just wanted to share that so that you guys can understand why this is important to me, what it means. Because I feel like that journey of going through the typical rat race of American society and, you know, college and work and business, it does drain people and at least people passionless and unmotivated and looking for more. And I feel like that is such a common and relatable story. And so having, having been able to actually take the opportunity to leave that behind and to really explore life and go after some crazy things that not a lot of people do and having that experience looking back, I feel like puts me in a place to share this journey with you. And on that journey, having worked in so many different churches and ministries, I have a number of mentor and friends and advisors who have different experiences of the same sort. And so I want to share that wealth of information with you so that you guys, those who are listening, can can go deeper with God and go deeper in life and find find more in life, find what actually makes them passionate, what actually fills them. Because the reality is I feel like most people are seeking for a deeper, more meaningful life. So this podcast, I'm going to share those journeys, those stories, stories like mine, stories from people who have walked through those. And I'm going to try to address those questions that have plagued my mind of one, how do I live a more passionate life? And what does it look like to live a life on mission and a life, an atypical life that is truly right after God? And then two, how do we do that effectively? And like, how do we live missions effectively? I want to address questions like the value of taking international missions and how do we uh, use short-term trips to have long-term effects and to really dig in to what effective missions and ministry looks like. Because the reality is we can live our whole life trying to make a good life for us and we'll often come up empty. But I found when we give up our life and we decide to partner with God on his mission, missions is not us trying to do work just to make a difference in the world. It's very intentionally partnering with the work God does in the world to make the world a better place. But when we do that and when we align with what God really calls people to and align ourselves with something so much bigger than ourselves, then we can start to find a purpose and a meaning and we can start to use our passion and our gifts in the ways God attended, do the work that God attended, and in that, find the fullness of life. 
So that is really my heart behind this whole podcast. And we're going to be exploring those questions over the next couple of weeks. And I really, really challenge you guys to dig in to that journey and look, what does it, what does it look like for me to live on missions? What does it look like for me to partner with God to find deeper life? I'm assuming that most of the people who listen to my podcast are college-aged Christians. And if you fall in that category, I highly, highly suggest that you walk this journey out. If you are not a Christian, I highly suggest that you look into life with God and what that really means. I know that there is a whole mess of Christians out there and or so-called Christians and people who don't do that word justice. But the reality is when you truly find God and you see how he loves his children, the fact that he loves us like kids and that he has that heart to love us and to use us to love other people. And when you step in to mission with that God, with the God whose heart is to love and you get to be a part of that, it'll absolutely transform your life. So that being said, I challenge you guys to examine your own life and to take this journey and to really, really think about what is it that makes me passionate? What is it that brings me meaning? What is my purpose? And then ask God, what is his purpose? And what does he want to do through you? So like I said, we talked a lot about that last week, our episode, What is Missions? And how do we really align with God and his mission? So I suggest you listen to that. And then if you really are eager about this journey and want to reflect on your own story and start to plan this out, next week, I'm going to be talking with Pastor Trey from City of Light Church in Elmira, New York. And they have done one of the most incredible jobs I've ever seen of doing local missions. And they're going to discuss what it means to start serving locally and how you can get involved right where you are making a difference in the world. So I hope my story is relatable. I hope it gives you understanding into why I am doing what I do. And I hope it excites you to know that there is hope in this journey. And I'm going to do my best to share that with you. So like I said, thank you so much for listening today. Please go back and listen to last week's episode if you have not. And please come back next week as we talk about how we can start serving locally. Uh, Until then, may God bless you all.